on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. We have our final retro pay-per-view from 1999 with Armageddon. It was not the best, not the worst, not by long shot. Uh, there were some pretty bad ones that we watched that were from 1997, those in your houses. This one was, especially the main event, it was uh, one good wrestler and one person that's not a wrestler. Uh, lots of beers. We have a top 10 match. I will say that. And then in the weekly wrestling recap, SmackDown and Raw, we've got a couple weeks here until Crown Jewel on, I think, November 5th is the date. So they're still building up to that. Uh, Raw still putting on good matches. SmackDown carrying a bunch of storylines. NXT, the final build to Halloween Havoc. AEW in a lull period. And they were on Tuesday this week going up against NXT. We'll talk about how that went. And uh, I actually watched Rampage this week. Damn. I have like a note. It, was, it wasn't good. Um, yeah. And news. Some uh, premium live event WWE news with regards to the year of 2023. Maybe we'll make some uh, predictions about that. And we can revisit this in a few months and see how wrong we were as always you can follow us on twitter and instagram at ddt wrestle pod joey ready to go yep oh let's go Welcome into episode 78 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. And I realized in the intro, I forgot to talk about how the beer crack in the intro just doesn't exist for me anymore. Um, in the past, like however many episodes since it went away, I'm blaming it on my microphone and this new laptop, not picking it up. Uh, today was a different story where... I cracked it open and it just didn't make any noise at all. And I got beer on the microphone and all over myself. And here we are. Now my microphone smells like tangerines because it's a, I guess, tangerine flavor. I've never had it before. Neither have I. Epic brewing. Feel the beat from the tangerine. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it my first sip here. I'll let you know how it is. Good, not great. Good, not great. <laughs> Definitely got tangerine in there, though. Nice. So not no false advertising from Epic Brewing. I will say that. Um, But with the wrestling, only, only big news that came out this week is reportedly, also known as allegedly, 
the premium live event WWE day one is canceled this upcoming year. And they're apparently doing a big overhaul of the 2023 premium live event schedule in WWE. Um, I'm a big fan of this. So at basically right now we're sitting at, there's going to be survivor series and nothing until the Royal rumble. Yeah. What do you think about that, Joe? Um, I mean, I guess it's good. Um, that mean we we're gonna have full gear, right? If full gear's late in the year, full gear is before Survivor Series. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so we're we're gonna basically just gonna have some time to watch some retro pay per views instead of uh, instead of have to worry about anything else. We're like, gonna get through like almost a full year of retro. Like we're gonna probably get through all of almost all of the year 2000 between there. You think so? It'll be like, I mean, we take a week off during Christmas, uh, yeah, for obvious reasons. But, um, I mean, I think that's like, I want to say like seven weeks, and like it, you're talking late November to late January. That's that's like seven or eight weeks. Yeah, I don't know. It's impressive. It, it so I'm actually a huge fan of this. Um, the reason being is because during december early january time frame like before the royal rumble really starts to ramp up wwe in recent history and actually you know it pretty much always has sucked in the month of december because it's the end of the year and like it, it they basically take a month off from doing any storylines or anything like they've traditionally had i want to say tlc in that spot and then last year they had day one like yeah they've done a bunch it's like uh they, they've also put uh what was that pay-per-view called clash of the champions at the end of the year yeah it's usually a september one i thought no, we, we it's also been at the end of the year i remember watching that pay-per-view drinking craft beers and then sneaking into a uh gay christmas pageant uh <laughs> with, with dewey one time <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. Coughing. Oh, a little under the weather. <laughs> well, well, Dewey sung oh. loudly in the audience. It was awesome. It was classic Dewey. <laughs> that sounds like a that sounds like an awesome time actually. Yeah. Um so all the changes that they're going to be making in 2023. Uh I'll go first since I asked with your thoughts on the first thing as far as what I would like to see. One, I want to see less pay-per-views, premium live events. Um, I think 12 is too many. I think they're doing 12 right now. Obviously, like one a month. Maybe maybe I they're doing it's every 11. five weeks normally. Yeah. I would like to see like, I don't know, eight maximum. I think eight would be good. Like one pay-per-view in between each big four pay-per-view. Um. The other thing I'd like to see, and you're going to call me crazy, I would like to see Money in the Bank go back to WrestleMania. Yeah. Instead of uh, okay. instead of having its own pay-per-view, get rid of all the gimmick pay-per-views. So, Hell in a Cell um I think is actually the only one that's left. Oh, le- like Elimination Chamber, I don't think they did this year. But like all the ones in the past, Hell in a Cell, Elimination Chamber, TLC, uh, what else do they do? Like Money in the Bank is is really a, a gimmick pay per view. Um, 
but and then do at least one pay-per-view maybe even a big four pay-per-view in the uk because those crowds are incredible yeah that's true like Uh, they're they're definitely going to have a uk pay-per-view yeah i i don't know if they're going to do a big four but like if they make clash of the castle like a yearly thing or even like a i don't what's what's every other year biannual is that what that would mean yeah biannual i'd be fine with that um because i mean they're going to keep doing saudi shit so like but like those shows really aren't always good we'll see how crown jewel is this year now that triple h is in charge but i mean crown jewel last year wasn't terrible we had the awesome hell in a cell match between uh rollins and edge so we'll see what they do this year one of the matches is roman reigns versus logan paul so i can't imagine it's going to be that great but we'll see I think it'll be good. I don't. We haven't been disappointed by Logan Paul yet, but I don't think that is true. They might not mesh well. There, those two styles. Well, I just don't think that Logan Paul will thrive in a match where the outcome is that obvious. Okay. He is not winning the title. Oh no, not at all. So we'll we'll see. Um, what about you? What would you like to see out of the premium live event changes? Um. I don't know. Uh, like, what's your what's your ideal schedule look like? So, I, first off, keep keep the major one schedule. Uh, I can't think right now. My brain's not working. So the big four, the big four, yeah, big four anymore. can stay late January or early April, uh, August slash late July this year, and. Uh, November, sometime around Thanksgiving for Survivor Series. Those can stay right where they are. Um, I agree that Money in the Bank doesn't need to be its own pay-per-view anymore just because we get two two ladder matches, and that's really realistically what we want, but all the other matches around there aren't normally that good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I can, I can get rid of that. Uh, realistically, I want to keep Extreme Rules after this year. I think they did a... Uh, they did a good job of making all of them extreme. So I'm good with keeping extreme rules, getting rid of something like TLC. Um, I think I don't think they've had TLC since 2020. So I think TLC is done. Okay. Um, They're obviously going to keep their, their crown jewel pay-per-views because they make a billion dollars there. That and like super showdown, I think is the other one. Yeah. Something like that. Um, But yeah, I guess I'd just like, I, I'd, I'd like the idea of them doing a bunch of PLEs in different locations, too. Yeah. Like, a couple of years ago, they did a super showdown in Australia. I think that's the one oh, where Buddy yeah. Murphy won the the Cruiserweight Championship. And the uh, Iconics was, had a match. They, yeah. I think they did really well there. Yeah. Which is weird, because nobody wins in their home country. No. No. <laughs> Except Monsoir. Ex- Except Americans and Canadians, sometimes. Um, I did just think of one more thing that I want, and uh, it was this was probably the thing I saw the most online that I agreed with was, um, sort of how the Royal Rumble is, right? The winner of the Rumble gets the main event at WrestleMania. Give me a June pay per view where the winner of 
the King of the Ring tournament. Ooh, yeah. Queen's Crown tournament gets the main event of SummerSlam. I th- I think that I read that Trips is br- planning on bringing back King of the Ring as its own pay-per-view. The only thing that I don't like about what they've done in the past with the King of the Ring, Queen's Crown stuff is if you win the tournament, your character automatically becomes royalty. And that kind of shit is dumb. Just like, hey, you won the tournament and now you're the number, like make it worth something so yeah. that it doesn't just boil down to like having to change your character over to being a king or a queen. I liked the the King Xavier stuff. Yes, some people can pull it off really well, but like after doing it for so long, like it gets super stale and it like with heels, it just sucks. Yeah. Queen's Lena was not good. Queen's Lena, King 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 Corbin, Corbin, not not good. good. King Wade Barrett was not good. Uh, Like the last heel I can think of that did it well was King Booker. Booker. That was in 2006. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we will see what is going to come out of this. Um, everything was also just reported. So maybe it's not even true. I would like to believe that it's true, but like I said, we will see. Uh, but let's get into our retro pay-per-view from this week. Armageddon 1999. The, like I said, the, uh, Last pay-per-view from 1999 before we get into the new millennium on the retros. Y2K. Yeah, Y2K. Let's start with signs, Joe. All right. Uh, I know there were a lot of signs there during the pay-per-view. There were not a lot of of good signs. Not a lot of good signs and not a lot that I could actually read. Um, Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. I don't remember where this was from. uh, Fort Lauderdale. Okay. I remember yeah, okay. I remember it being from Florida. Um there were a ton of signs where either one it looked like the sign was written in pencil, so it just looked like whatever the color sign was and you couldn't read anything that was on it, or two, they wrote a fucking paragraph on the sign and the sign was only up for a split second and I did not care to pause it to try and read and see if your sign was that clever or not. Yeah, so, yeah, there were a bunch of those. I I just didn't feel there like were so pausing. many, so many. But go ahead. All right, so I'll start with the first one because it it got shown a lot. I really hope you don't take my favorite. I one. don't want you to take my favorite one, which is Triple H fears turkey jizz. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get this at all, but it is so funny. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. There must be something going on. <laughs> I don't know, like, but like, what would prompt someone to bring a sign that just says Triple H fears turkey jizz? Uh, I guess it was at the end of the year, so there might have, might have been something around Thanksgiving. Possibly. I, I mean, I can't imagine that. I think I put in the, the beer ratings for this already. I have them in the database. Um, So I remember this, that this was on December 12th, so pro- probably not uh any leftover turkeys but yeah so at I, this point but i don't year. think there was a a pay-per-view between the last pay-per-view and thanksgiving so i think that this the would have been the closest usually the weekend of thanksgiving that's true um that's fair 
So I don't know. Because that was the last one we did, I think. Yeah. So may- maybe something happened that uh that prompted Triple H fearing turkey jizz. There's no way of knowing. There really isn't any way of knowing. Um, um Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh I will go with damn it. That was like the only like real good one. I'll just go with um Big Show has big boobs. <laughs> okay. Because he because he does. Um and it was funny. I saw one that said do you smell what the rednecks are cooking? Which is funny because yep. it was Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Florida man. Yep. Um, I'm wearing Miss Kitty's underwear. That was Doubt what it. a sign said. That was not me saying that. Doubt it. Um, and then I saw one that said WCW, and they used the letters of WCW to write uh we can't wrestle. Yeah. Um, which we're getting close to the downfall of of WCW, so uh, I had another one, so I don't know if you're, I don't remember exactly what it was, but when people have two signs and like the one, one of the signs says something and the other sign completes the phrase. But if you, if they hold both the signs up and you read it left to right, it sounds really funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this yeah. one, it was really, it was a sign that said, if you smell what the rock is cooking, but if you read it left to right, it said, if what you, the rock smell is cooking because <laughs> i just remember you doing that the last time and i was yeah. like i saw them holding that up and i was like if you what the rock smell oh never mind and then i understood <laughs> what the fuck it was saying i just felt like a dumbass yeah so uh uh survivor series happened november 14th so thanksgiving was between survivor series and then triple h fierce turkey jizz then yeah Something happened. Obviously. I wish I was older so that I could remember what happened, but I'm not. And I don't remember. I don't remember what happened. And that's, and that's (laughs) fine. And that's fine. All right. Uh, I don't really have any other good ones. Like I wrote a bunch down. I had a, uh, I wrote down another uh, website. And I looked at it and it no longer exists. It was wrestleradio.com. Oh, sorry, wrestlerradio.com. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that one, but I couldn't read it. There was also another sign for that tpww.net, the one yeah. that we saw like, I don't know, five or six retros ago. That one, the one, one of the ones that still exists. That was there. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any other good ones? I don't have any other good ones. No, I got nothing. Oh, I guess Y2J is way too gay. Yeah, that, that kind of goes along with ones we've seen in the past. Hmm. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Did you just break your headphones? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, I think we're back in action. All right, let's get into the matches. The first match was a 16-man battle royal for the number one contenders uh, for the tag team titles at the Royal Rumble. So the shitty thing about this one was if one person from a team got eliminated, the whole team was eliminated. 
not how a tag team battle royal that's should not, be. That's not true. Yes, it was. No, because at the at the end, um, Matt Hardy and Bradshaw had been eliminated, and they they still went on. That's yeah, that wasn't the case. That's because the ref wasn't. Wa- uh, well, no, explain. no, that's not the case. All right, I feel like you're fucking with me. No, but no, no. In, I, I'm serious. Like I, I was watching this. In this match, there was the Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian, the Headbangers, the Hardy Boys, the Mean Street Posse, the Acolytes, Too Cool, and then Godfather and Mark Henry. And the biggest pops of the night were for Too Cool and Mark Henry and Godfather, which I thought was crazy. In a match with the Hardy Boys and yeah, Edge and Christian. I don't know. All right. So starting off. Starting off, I'll start with a quote that I had from this match. So we already said that the headbangers were in this and Mash was dressed very weirdly. Mosh? He said Mosh, whatever his fucking name is. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, Mosh was, was dressed. He was wearing a bra underneath some uh, fishnet shirt. Uh, and at one point, Jr. says, Mosh is pulling the stuffing out of his bra. And King says, reminds me a lot of my first girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I had a Jr. quote as well, uh, where Bubba Ray was getting thrown or was like, uh, that someone was trying to throw Bubba Ray out of the ring and he's still doing like his stutter character yeah. thing. And Jr. was like, Bubba Ray is to teetering and is in the top rope (laughs) (laughs) good old jr making fun of uh speech impediment well so was bubba ray we don't know if that was real or not we're pretty sure it wasn't and that he eventually got over it yeah maybe maybe some speech pathologists helped him out yeah shout out lulu Mm, shout out i doubt she'll hear that no, she won't. Um, other things like uh, really like the only big things out of this match was like the Mean Street Posse just constantly cheated until they got eliminated. Yeah, they they suck. Like a someone lot. would get eliminated, the ref wouldn't like. The, the weirdest thing about this is that they had one ref for the match who somehow couldn't see anything that was going on. So like one of the members of the Mean Street Posse would get eliminated. And then the ref wouldn't see. And then another, like the third member would get into the match and act like he was the one that started the match. And they did that like three separate times before the ref finally saw. And like the two that had been switching out both got eliminated at the same time or something like that. It was yeah. kind of annoying. Um, and then like Joe alluded to earlier, the Hardy boys and the acolytes were the final two teams. <clears throat> so I'll tell you, Exactly why that I feel like you're fucking with me about the whole like one person on a team no, getting eliminated. I, no, I, I I don't think I I am. I'm serious. I remember Bradshaw and uh, Matt getting eliminated. Then they both got eliminated at the same time. Then Farouk oh. gets eliminated, but doesn't get eliminated because the ref doesn't see. Yeah, the ref also. So for the Matt Hardy and JBL, because they got back into the match. If if both if both members of a tag team had to get eliminated 
for the team to get eliminated, then the ref would have just counted both Matt and JBL no, out. No, because the rules that they said a bunch of times was uh, that if that once both members of the team get eliminated is when your tag team has to head to the back. So you can be eliminated and not be a legal c- competitor, but you don't have to go to the back until the other member was there. That's what they said. I, I don't know, Joe. I don't think we watched the same match. Uh, I don't think you listened or paid attention, which is why you missed a couple beers, drinks. I missed a quarter of a beer on this. So I see a couple drinks. What did you get for the main event? I forgot to pay attention. Because <laughs> you missed a lot more than I did. That's true. No, I just gave up. Um, And then the uh, the end of the match, Joe. Jeff Hardy got launched over the ropes, and that's when the Acolytes win. Yeah. Like, I I just can't. I don't. I don't understand how you how you're not getting me now. I guess like I, I there guess were, there were so many there were so many instances of just one person of each team getting eliminated. That's what I was saying. The other people were already eliminated. I watched it. I saw it. No, JBL and Matt Hardy both like yeah, they both got eliminated. It's it's no, fine. We're not going to agree on this, and we're not going to watch it again. The ref didn't count them as being eliminated because he didn't see whose feet hit first. They were both eliminated. That's how. Royal, why'd they that's get how back battle, in the ring? Because they were legally allowed to be there. No, until the other not true. Because no, no other wrong. teams did that. All the other except teams did except that. the posse. All the, all the other teams did that. No, you're lying. No, you're a liar, and I feel like we watched a different pay per view. This Probably. got two beers though. Okay. <laughs> all right second match kurt angle second pay-per-view match uh against steve blackman and kurt angle is now um using the three eyes uh yep. i don't remember the exact order but intensity integrity intelligence yeah is that the order maybe maybe doesn't matter yeah um, I actually that actually reminds me. I did have a sign for the the three eyes: ignorant, irritating, and irrelevant. Hmm. I wouldn't use this to describe Kurt Angle nowadays. No. Maybe irrelevant, but not the other things. He's a good guy, right? Yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah. Um, I took a note that said Kurt Angle has one of the best moon salts ever. Agreed? Disagree? Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I agree. I'm just. I just didn't know. I, I. I don't think that's a hot take. It's just. Um. This match sucked. It wasn't great. Kurt Angle won the match with a German suplex. Yeah. It got a beer. Um. And the crowd hates Kurt. Yeah. They they chanted boring during the match. And then Steve Blackman hit him with nunchucks afterwards. And that was that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had, uh, I don't know, best match of the night. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> it was a, it was a very bad match. Yeah, so we had a evening gown match inside of a pool with the fabulous Moolah and May Young as the special referees yeah but you didn't need referees in this match exactly just there because they were under contract again so it was let me see miss kitty jacqueline ivory and bb i don't even know who the fuck bb is 
Yeah. Um, all I know is that Michael Cole is it was very horny for for BB. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> there was this backstage segment, and she's so she's getting dressed behind like um one of those like stand up, I guess curtain things, where you can see the shadow through it. So like you could see the curves, and like Michael Cole walks in, sees that. And uh, I think does she have him zip zip up her dress yeah. or something? Yes, sir. Yeah, he, he and, says something like, uh, "That's uh, very tight. It's gonna be hard to get off of you." And that was before <laughs> I knew the rules to the match, so I was like, "Michael, <laughs> oh, you didn't, dude? Evening gown match, dude. You that that's how you win. You take off the evening gown. Yeah, we've seen that before. I that's think classic with, uh, with Luna Vachon. Yeah." And- some of the best matches ever were evening gown matches. That's yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so May Young and Moolah come out first, and right off the bat, uh, King starts bullying old woman again. He says maybe Moolah should try not or not wearing a bra. Um, it might pull some of the wrinkles out of her face. Yeah, which is funny. Good one. <laughs> um. Uh, the only thing, the only thing I had was uh, Jr. called BB very buoyant. Yes, because probably true. Because I think that they could legally change her name to Dee Dee. Ooh, because she had very large breasts. Ooh, maybe in the future that's what we'll call her. <laughs> um, the other crazy thing was that when Miss Kitty came out. Uh, it was China's music, and for a second, I thought China was in an evening gown match. No, she's just uh, so she's just doing the China cosplay. Yeah, I keep I keep forgetting that. Um, but yeah, it was just like an elimination style evening gown match while they were all inside of a pool. Yeah, so Jacqueline um, and BB got eliminated first. Uh, then Ivory gets eliminated by getting her evening gown taken off, and Miss Kitty. I guess she had promised the crowd that she was still going to get naked and uh, she takes off her dress and she's wearing wet white underwear. Yep. And uh, definitely saw some, some Miss Kitty nips. And then the crowd saw more than that, but we, I was going to say yours, yours didn't get blurred out. No, but I mean, no, but you could see through her. Yeah. Her her white. I mean, I mean, I, I also looked it up afterwards just to see, of course, who who didn't, um for 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 science <laughs> yeah i did it that's exactly why i did it for science yeah um just to make sure it was real yeah just to make sure that the that's that her boobs just weren't blurry yeah you know because th- i mean that could have been that would be weird yeah. i don't think that that's natural yeah and but it, I, it wasn't but i she, checked she, online she appeared i checked online natural. they're very they're very natural yeah um so now and then, may, seen... and then may young uh tried to strip yes <laughs> dude sergeant slaughter right there with the towel yeah just the the biggest heel in the building at that, yeah at that point. <laughs> god that was so funny um and uh, miss kitty is the new women's champion yeah because how else would you decide a women's wrestling championship other than an evening gown match inside of a pool yeah it was uh it wasn't a good match. Some would argue that it wasn't a match at all. It was just a cat fight. Kitty fight. Oh, nice. 
Okay. Um, then we had a tag team match, just a regular old tag team match. The Holly Cousins versus the Fatties, Rikishi and Viscera. I don't think that was their tag team name. No, it was just they entered separately as Riki, Ra, sorry, Rakishi and Viscera. Yeah. Also, yeah. Rikishi, they're, they're calling him Rikishi Fatu, obviously. The, the, the Fatu, like that's his actual last name, but they were spelling it with a PH. Really? Instead of an F, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was that was pretty funny. So this was Rikishi's potentially, it was his PLE uh, debut, but it looks like he's been on TV. They made a comment about how he finally is speaking. Um, yeah, this match was nothing to write home about. Big men, Viscera accidentally hits Rikishi, uh, allowing the Hollies to pick up the win. And then Viscera and Rikishi... They uh, appeared to knock it along at the end. That's nope, it. Not even a little bit. Um, the only thing I had for this match was actually, I have a lot of comments about Viscera. One was a JR quote. JR said, Viscera is about a biscuit or a Cinnabon away from 500 pounds, which was probably true. Yeah. In fact, he might have been already over 500 pounds and just his build weight was for, I think, 90. Mm, yeah, something like that. Um, let's see. I wrote down Viscera's leg drop would would or sorry Viscera's leg drop could would and should kill someone. Okay, probably true. Um, and then Viscera also did a spinning heel kick in this match. Yeah, Rikishi and moved I, well too. Like, well, I mean, Rikishi always moved well. Yeah, he's he's that he's that damn good. I also just don't like how Viscera wears his, the the shiny leather jacket. It's just gross. Yeah, he's. Uh, I don't. I don't get it. I. I didn't know they made leather jackets that big. Oh, our boy Quincy Elliott's doing similar, but not black. But he's also wearing the the shiny leather, and it, he is it, not not in good shape. Are you talking about the color of the jacket? The color of the jacket. His jacket was was black and Quincy Elliott's not wearing black. I thought his ring gear was black this week. I don't know. It's like I, purple and yellow. Like, yeah, it's like purple and yellow and stuff like but that. But it had like the but they were just like highlight lines. Yeah. Or uh trim lines. I don't know. I guess we'll see on Saturday. That's true. That is true. All right. Um actually I don't think we said the evening gown match got three quarters of a beer, as did this. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and then we had a triple threat match for the Europe, yeah, European, European Championship. Yep. D'Lo Brown versus Val Venus versus the British Bulldog. Bulldog walked in as the champ. Yep. And once again, I will say, um, go away, British Bulldog. Yeah, he's not good. He's one of my least favorite people in retro pay-per-views right now. And, I will say, uh, like, D'Lo's shown marked in, marked improvement from when we first started watching D'Lo Brown. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's he's looking pretty good in the ring these days. Um, he's a good wrestler. Got a, another Quint King quote for this. Ooh. He said, you know, when, when Valboski was a kid, he used to wet the bed. Pause. From the mm -hmm. hallway. 
<laughs> I did not hear that. The first penis joke I have for the night. There are more? Yeah, but you're going to have to wait for that. Oh, damn. I'm ready, though. I got I got two more. Um, This match was just like basically a series of different combinations of two-on-one beatdowns, and then the two that were beating down the one would fight each other afterwards. And yeah. then eventually uh, Val Venus won. Yes. And that was it. Uh, it was basically D'Lo hit the lowdown, and then Val Venus hit the money shot while D'Lo was pinning uh, the Bulldog, and Val Venus pinned one of them, probably the Bulldog. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got a beer. Yeah, got a beer. Not great. Not great. Speaking of not great, the oh. next match was <laughs> Kane versus X-Pac in a steel cage match. X-Pac uh, was going to padlock the door. He did. He padlocked the door shut. And the rules of this specific cage match was X-Pac could escape by climbing over the top or uh, pinfall. And Kane could only win by scoring a pinfall on X-Pac. Um, at the beginning of this match, uh, I guess J.R. King was making a lot of penis innuendos which JR got upset with. And uh, he said, would you get away from all those penis innuendos? And King said, JR, you said penis. Damn it. <laughs> I had that. <laughs> did it you was get the... funny. It's funny because he did like his classic, like Jerry Lawler scream where he's like, <laughs> <laughs> did you get the other penis innuendo that happened after that? In this match? Yeah. Oh no. It was really funny. No, I didn't. Well, so King was saying that he was having a conversation with Tori. A, a reminder to the listeners at this point, Kane is with his first girlfriend ever, Tori. And oh, uh, King's, yep. I King, remember this and I didn't write it down. <laughs> King says he had a conversation with Tori. He says, you know what she said the first time she saw him naked with or sorry. You know what he said? The, she said the first time she saw him without his clothes on. Well, I guess I'm the early bird because <laughs> he has a little worm. Yeah, I get it. Jr. was like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> I don't think Jr. got it. <laughs> I don't think he understood the assignment at the beginning of of Jerry's quote. No. Um. Yeah, this was a uh, this was not a great cage match. The, no. the thing that I didn't like about this cage match was, um, the cage. When when they threw each other into the cage, it didn't make any noise. Yeah, like usually it does, and it like you know, like you can hear the impact of someone hitting the cage, even though like I think if I got thrown into a chain link fence, it wouldn't hurt. Yeah, at all. But still, like it adds to the aura of a steel cage match. And really the only time we got like any noise from use of the environment or weapon use was when the door got involved because we had the outlaws interfere in this match and they tossed a chair into the ring. And like there was, there was a couple instances where the door got slammed onto somebody's face. Yeah. All right. But um, I did think 
Kane pulled one of the smartest moves ever here in this match where he was down in the ring and X-Pac was climbing over to get to the outside, but the door had already, like the, the outlaws had already um, used the, the bolt cutters and cut the door open. So mm-hmm. the door was open. So Kane just crawled out of the ring and intercepted X-Pac as he was crawling out of the ring or crawling over the t- or climbing over the top. Got him on his shoulders and threw him back in the ring through the door and then won the match with a choke slur or no to a tombstone. Yeah. It was brilliant, yeah. honestly. Good job, was Kane. Like one of the smartest things in wrestling I've ever seen. Especially from Kane. Yeah. Because I mean, we know back then he people didn't think he was very smart. That's true. Um this got two and a quarter beers. Yes. Two and a quarter. Which I guess brings us to our next match, which was uh Jericho versus China. Remember at the beginning of this, China is still the intercontinental champion. It's for at the, the beginning. Inter- Not at the end. Mm. Because Chris Jericho won. Yep. Um, news flash. Uh Chris Jericho did not get his sex change That's after true. losing to China after the last one. We we were really waiting to see <laughs> if that happened. Um, so yeah, that didn't happen. Uh, China just one very obviously exhausted during this entire match, and two got the absolute shit beat out of her by Jericho in this match. There was like she had like no offense in this match. Yeah, found it. Finally has come hockey, the rock back to town. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I had no idea you were looking for that. I wasn't. It was I you talked about it before and then I found my notes right next to me from Survivor Series and I Oh. Um the only quote I had from this match was a JR quote who was just absolutely disgusted when uh Jericho, uh, he was ringside at one point while China was down and saw Miss Kitty and uh, he kissed her. And JR was disgusted with this act. And he was like, Oh, there goes Jericho. Uh, Jericho's swapping slobber with Miss Kitty. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was just very unhappy about that whole ordeal. You'd think that that King would be upset. Oh, with the whole ordeal. I don't think they were married at this point, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when they got married. I want to say it was in 2000 when I looked it up, but I haven't looked at that in quite some time. But who cares? This got a beer and a half. China <laughs> China taps taps out to the walls. Um, New champ, new intercontinental champ, Chris Jericho. Yep. All right. Um, first good match of the night was next. Rock and Sock versus New Age Outlaws. Yeah. Uh, for the tag team championship, Rock and Sock connection obviously back together, which is cool. I I have a question because I was sitting here watching the Rock's entrance in all of its glory, and all I could ask myself, Joe, is like. Is there anyone who's ever existed in human history 
that's cooler than the rock? Probably not. I don't think so. I think the rock is the coolest person to ever exist. Huh. Okay. I I I mean spot the lie. He might be the coolest person ever. I th- I think I think I'm right. I don't know. I I mean he just he's just awesome. Um also fun fact I learned during this match, Joe. Did you know that Road Dog was a Marine? Um, yeah, I think so. You didn't really display a lot of confidence in that. No, I, th- I think they've mentioned it before. Well, they mentioned it during this match, and I did not know that one bit. He was a Marine during Desert Storm. He was enlisted between 87 and 93. Huh. So, uh, I guess Road Dog, thank you for your service. <laughs> uh, we're allowed to laugh. It's it's a it's an inside joke. <laughs> the three listeners wouldn't get it unless they're in the military. Yeah, CJ would probably get it. Um, Jerry Lawler quote during this match, he said, "A guy who talks about his own book." is as bad as a mother who talks about her own children and all that I could think about during that quote was my wife (laughs) (laughs) but he's talking about mankind uh just like touting his like because at this point I think he's a New York Times bestseller uh who is I think mankind man like during this pay-per-view he was already a New York Times bestseller for the, I think for the Have a Nice Day book. Yeah, that that's the say. one that they're promoting. Yeah, so they were saying he was just as bad as moms who don't stop talking about their children. <laughs> um, Which led me to think about Leslie. But I love my son, so. Moving on. Leslie's never talked about your son to me. Oh, you're talking about Honey. No, we're talking about talking about my kid. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm gonna try another beer crack. Jam Here juice? Yeah. This one is called Jam Juice from Captain Lawrence Brewing Company. Mm. It is a hazy IPA double dry hopped with galaxy hops. Hops from the jam galaxy. packaged with galaxy hops. I don't know what that means. Eight percent though. Let's see if it gives a good beer crack. I think that was good. Uh, it it sounded like a, yeah, it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. Damn it, this fucking mic. I think it's the computer. Ever since I got a new computer, the mic of the uh. The beer cracks haven't been as good. All right, let's move on to the next match. Oh, wait, never mind. We were still talking about this one. Um, Let's see. Wait, I mean, it really, really isn't actually a whole lot else to talk about. There was a ref bump uh, and a bunch of Al Snow interference. And yeah, Al Snow interfered to cause a DQ. 
to have the outlaws retain their titles and then the rock just goes ham on everybody and gives a bunch of rock bottoms and a people's elbow but unfortunately they don't win the titles like i said uh but i got three and a half beers three and a half thanks a lot al snow good match good match yeah um, not a good one, match. Not, not, so not much. a good match. Next one. Not a good match. World Wrestling Federation Championship on the line. Bitter rivals. The big show versus the big boss man. Dead in this. Uh, we're in. We're in the dead middle of this storyline of the dead dad. The dead dad. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Uh, like what I was doing there until I realized like. Oh, yeah, it's also the dead dad storyline. <laughs> um, not the main event here, which is kind of crazy. Like, I kind of you kind of figure the WWF title would be the main event. Yeah. Um, I have a, a comment about Big Boss Man. He is on the same level for me in these retro pay-per-views as the British Bulldog. I don't care about him. I have no interest in watching their matches. I don't like them, and I want them to go away. Of note. Big Boss Man is the hardcore champ during this match, so he yeah, wanted to so be. I mean, he wanted you knew to be he wasn't going to win. Boss Man two belts. Yeah. Big two belts, Boss Man. Doesn't it's not organic, which is why he didn't nope. win. Exactly. Um. Two two notes for this match. Prince Albert goes through the Spanish announce table, which is why this got more beers than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. After, uh, or I guess, which is why this got as many beers as it did, which is crazy to say because it didn't get a lot. And uh, Big Show did a kip up during this match. Yeah. Young was Big a, Show was, was an athlete. Yeah. He was an athlete. A seven foot, 500 pound athlete. I can't believe it. Um, But this match was like, I don't know. Two or three minutes long, and Big Show won with a choke slam, and it got three quarters of a beer with the Spanish announce table breaking. <laughs> Fucking insane. You good? Yeah, yeah. I was just reading about Jesse James. Oh, in the Marines. Yeah. I guess he uh, he was allowed to wrestle at a house show, uh, the Great American Bash, while uh, while he was still active. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Last match. Last match. Triple H versus Vince McMahon. No holds barred. And in between this, so in between the last pay-per-view and this one was the classic Triple H and Stephanie got married while Stephanie was drugged out in the in the convertible in Vegas. Yeah. Very so, uh, very good storyline. Very Vince storyline. I would think that just, it was it was Vince if this storyline happened modern day and it wasn't his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny to watch the storyline though, like knowing like that they really eventually do get now. married. Yeah. Uh, and, well, Triple H and Vince, not a real feud, but I, I the no, uh, one of the notes I took during this match is they should redo this match for creative control if uh, Vince ever tries to come out of retirement. Oh, please do. With the same outcome. 
Triple H would the only way Triple H loses is if he has a heart attack during the match. <laughs> but I think the odds on that happening to Vince would be higher, I would feel like. I don't know. <laughs> um let's see. Oh, of note during this match, uh Triple H's entrance. We talked about this, I think, during the last time we saw him on retro. He has made the switch to Aquafina instead of Dasani. Great choice. I, uh, I mean, I just figured I'd point that out because Dasani fucking sucks. I do remember now having a whole ass conversation about Aqua ass or conversation. Dasani. You said ass conversation? I did say ass conversation. Speaking of ass conversations, um, Triple H and Vince had a match, <laughs> which has nothing to do with an ass conversation. I was just trying to move on. I was really wondering where you were going with that. Speaking of moving on, um, Let's move on. <laughs> Go ahead. Move on. No, so this this match, obviously, no holds barred match. Uh, main event of the pay-per-view. Got a little crazy. Uh, they fought through the crowd a little bit. They fought outside. They got back inside. Triple H tried to hit Vince McMahon with a car. Unsuccessfully, no. I will say. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because there was the, uh, like the video package like hyping up the match beforehand. And... Uh, in like one of the weeks before this, like Vince rammed a limo that had Triple H in it with his car, yeah, which was hilarious because if you look at Vince's face as he's doing it, because like they got it, like obviously got it all on camera, and Vince had his window down as he was ramming the limo, like T boned it, and his face looked so funny during it, like he... <laughs> it's just fucking hilarious. Like it looks like he's, I mean, it looks like he's coming, like. It's his vinegar strokes face. It's fucking hilarious. Um, lots of unprotected trash can lid shots and just Oof, regular disgusting. trash can shots. Just but the trash can gross. lid shots were were the worst. Um, and uh, I think yeah, I took a note here. I think this is the first time I've ever seen a sandbag used as a weapon. Yeah, and, and that also, happened like first thing, right? And no, it was when no, they went to the mind, ramp. Never mind. It was when they went to the ramp. And then also a machine gun used as a weapon, but not as like you would think. <laughs> they didn't shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like on a uh on a tripod and I forget who hit who, but they basically swung it around on the tripod and had it like fucking whack someone in the face. It was actually pretty comical. Yeah. Uh but yeah, this let's see. Why did I write JR claims? Oh. It was a typo. My typo says JR claims the copier wasn't designed for this type of environment. I meant to type copter. Okay. So there was like I I did actually like so this uh this pay-per-view had like, I guess like military, obviously the machine gun, like on the tripod, like old military, um, like vehicles. There was like a tank and a helicopter, like as like part of the ring set. It was Armageddon. It was right yeah. before Y two K. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and like they like through the night, like people were like. Throwing each other into the the helicopter, 
that was parked there by the stage. Um, and JR just felt the need, like, I don't think this helicopter was designed for this type of environment as if to imply <laughs> that like a wrestling match was like more violent than war. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, JR. I don't think so one bit. I I think it was designed for an environment that was way worse than a wrestling match, but he's the professional. He's the expert. Who knows? Um, they had like this big scaffolding also next to the, the ramp. They ended up climbing that and Vince got thrown off and fell into like a, a, a foam bed protecting him. And that was basically his downfall. Uh, Vince Vince bled. Triple H brings him in front of Stephanie. And he's all like, I'm your daddy now. Which is kind of true right now in real life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Triple H wins. And uh, Stephanie appeared to be really upset about that. But it turns out uh, she was on his side the whole time. Yeah. She was, she had a big old hard on for Triple H. Indeed. Indeed, Joseph. <laughs> that, uh, the McMahon Helmsley era, era is, uh, is underway on the retro pay per views. And yeah, it was a really, I, I really enjoyed this match. I don't know. I don't know about you. I yeah, really it was, enjoyed it. It was fun. I know you didn't get a great beer count because you weren't paying attention to beers. You were just so into the match. That's how good it was. Yeah. Realistically, I, I finished watching the pay-per-view this morning and Brie came downstairs like halfway through the la the Big Boss Man Big Show match and I stopped paying attention to, to beer counting and just watched the match. Yeah. If you want to know the truth. um, So this is a top 10 match. It is number nine. It got 7.75 beers. Which brings Armageddon 1999 to 21 and a quarter beers. Number 17 all time. Cracks the top 20. Great job. Cracks the top 20. It was it was good. There I I didn't hate watching this, even though I would say there were I I would say two rewatchable matches on this card, tag titles and the main event. Yeah. But like it wasn't it wasn't so much like the um the other matches weren't like so bad. It was just like they they were just ordinary, I yeah, guess. That's that's fair. Yeah. All right. Shall we get into the weekly recap? Let's do it. And start with SmackDown then. Um SmackDown. What do we think about SmackDown? I have a, I have a couple takes from SmackDown, but I want to hear, want to know what you want to talk about first. So I watched most of SmackDown on mute with you last week. Uh, I only watched the last like forty five minutes with volume on. Did uh, we watch SmackDown last week while we were recording? I do. I was watching it. I don't know if you were. What was I doing? I don't know. I thought you had SmackDown on. I think I did. Yeah, but I don't remember any of this. Oh, you know what? I do remember. We watched most of it, and then we stopped. Like, we finished recording right before the Bray promo. 
because we wanted to watch that not yeah. on mute. I ended up rewatching the whole thing back. I thought it was a very good show. Yeah, I mean, starts off with the Kofi and Sammy match, which was great. Or that, yeah, it was pretty does, good. That does lead me into my first question though about SmackDown. Has has the New Day gotten stale? I think they need Big E back. Just there? Like not not wrestling, obviously. Like do you yeah. think just him his presence would do them wonders for their characters? Yeah, I uh I don't know. I I think they might be a little stale, but I mean characters I think they gets, are very I, stale. I don't think that, that, that means that they can't come back. No, not at all. Be interesting and again. They just need to, a, like one or two good feuds under their belt and then they're back on top. Yeah, and to be honest, like I think they're gonna challenge for the tag titles right before like I said this a few weeks ago. Like the New Day's going for the Usos are going for the like record and I think that the New Day has to challenge them at least once before the Usos hit their their before the Usos break their record. Yeah. It has to happen. So we'll see on that. Um I think we talked we actually did talk about like a decent amount of this then. Um Rey Mysterio he went up to Triple H on SmackDown on Friday. He said he can't do this shit with Sub Mysterio anymore with his son, Sub. And he quit, basically. And Triple H, thank God for Triple H, because he was like, why don't, why, don't you, uh, why don't you come in here to my office and we'll, uh, we'll handle this. And now Rey Mysterio is on SmackDown. We handled it. We knew exactly what to do. We just changed his brand because the Raw wrestlers are not allowed to go to SmackDown or, or NXT. And the SmackDown wrestlers aren't allowed to go to NXT or Raw. And the NXT wrestlers aren't allowed to go to Raw or SmackDown. We never see that. Ever. So it'll be great. Rey Mysterio will never see his son again uh, until WrestleMania. Because that's probably happening, let's be honest. Yeah. And then Rey will retire. Um, Roxanne was there. Uh, lots of rumors, lots of backstage rumors that like higher ups backstage are like really high on Roxanne. So I would not be surprised if her and Cora Jade are moving up probably yeah. after Mania. Um, maybe like I would, I, I would have thought they'd be staying on NXT for like another year or two. Uh, just to like maintain the women's division in the the status that it is on NXT, but I think they're going to move up a lot faster than I originally thought, at least. Yeah. Uh, and then LA Knight, LA Knight's back. Mm-hmm. LA Knight is LA Knight again, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not a great match, but that's fine. Other stuff. Let's see. We had that Liv Morgan thing with Sonya Deville. I think we talked about that in pretty good detail last week. The detail that we missed was, thank God for Twitter, uh, people online pointing out that in the background of that, 
and this helps out my live as part of the Y at six thing. Uh, there was a hooded figure in the background staring at the Bray Wyatt logo hmm. during the Liv Morgan attack on Sonya Deville. Who do you think it's going to be? The my it, two the, schools of the, thought: the Jism, the same oh, guy that helped I out really, the Jism, the same guy that helped out the Jism. I don't know. There was a guy with a like a red mask or something a couple weeks ago. I don't know. I don't really remember. I don't even know. Oh, I didn't watch NXT like the fucking like two or three weeks before this one. I'm actually I'm surprised I watched NXT this week, even though it was pretty good. Um, actually, I skipped a lot of NXT. Never mind. Like a decent amount of it. But um, I, I, don't, I really don't know. Like, I do think that the Wyatt Six is going to be a real thing. But I am very torn between whether or not it's literally the six members of a faction or if it's six, six split personalities, split personalities between with Bray one Wyatt. being this new, this new Bray Wyatt we saw in the center of the ring Friday. Well, that that Bray Wyatt is Wyndham Rotunda, apparently. Like, it's like the one we saw on Friday is Wyndham Rotunda, the one that showed up on the the like Titan Tron or whatever is something. I don't know what they're calling him. And then three is Husky Harris. Four is eater of worlds. Five is the fiend. And then six is NXT Bray Wyatt. Uh, no, no, no. Um, Firefly Funhouse Bray. Oh, okay. That's what people are thinking. Uh I don't really know. I don't know. I'm interested to see uh to see where where, where that goes. Yeah. The Obviously, thing that upset it's me the, the most, most captivating thing in wrestling right now. Absolutely. The thing that upset me the most was that when I was watching it last week after we were finished recording, I was watching it and he's in the middle of his fucking promo and my TV just cuts to commercial. I had to I had to watch the rest of the promo and like the rest of SmackDown like on YouTube. And well, like figure out what the fuck happened. I have no idea why my TV just cut to commercial. Well, it did. Uh, his promo did get cut short by the masked guy. No, but like he, it was him in the middle of the ring still talking, and it cut to commercial. Weird. I was very upset. Like he was like mid sentence. Uh, I was just. Uh, I, I don't know. Very upset. Very upset about that. I blame Comcast or Xfinity or whatever the fuck it's called. Whatever, whatever it I'm whatever I'm paying way too much money for. Yeah, that's fair. Uh let's see. And then um I got two more things here. Rey Mysterio, he got added to that fatal four way match, number one contender match. So he's facing Gunther tomorrow for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, Ray's gonna die. Yep. Okay. We're on the same page there. And then the during that match, the 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 bloodline interfered to try and help Solo Sokoa win. And the Brawling Brutes came out and kind of fought them off. So 
Brawling Brutes and Bloodline feud? Possibly. Could yeah, could be good. War Games? Yeah, could be War Games. We're getting closer, dude. I'd like to see the OC in a War Games match, though. Uh, oh, against Judgment Day? I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I really don't. Like, one of the teams has to be the Bloodline, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, like, if it's going to be the Bloodline, obviously there's five of them. So either Sammy gets kicked out and it's four on four, or, or Roman doesn't wrestle. Or no, he's going. He has to. Why wouldn't he? Because he never does. He's wrestling at Crown Jewel. Yeah, for the first time <laughs> since SummerSlam. Uh, no, Clash. Clash. Yeah. He, never mind. I'm a. I like Roman Reigns. Don't get me wrong. I'm ready for both championships to be taken off of him. I'm ready for Roman Reigns to not act like Brock Lesnar. Yeah. That's what I'm ready for. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the main champion never defending, never being there, yada, yada, yada. Uh, that is one big plus that AEW has is their champion is always on TV every week. And, I mean, hell, he defended this week. Yeah. Tried to kill Hangman. We'll yeah. get to that. Um, Speaking of AEW, Rampage. Joe, did you watch? No. I did I, I did watch. Um, The only notes I had was Stu Grayson is back. And Dalton Castle was there and challenged Jericho. And we saw that match on Wednesday. Those are that was my rampage notes. Uh, was this the show where Nyla Rose stole the stole the belt? No, that was last week. That was the week before. Yeah, whatever. Doesn't all, matter. I got nothing. <laughs> and moving on to Raw. Um, Raw opened up Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. Uh, that match got made official because they brawl had. A brawl, yes. At they brawled a, like some brutes. Yeah, like some big, sweaty men. Yeah. At the beginning of the show. That's just kind of how we opened it up. Um, A lot of this night revolved around talking about the United States Championship, which I'm not mad about at all. I like bringing light to the secondary championships here. Like, we had a lot of stuff revolving around the Intercontinental Championship on SmackDown. And a lot of stuff with the United States Championship on Raw. Um, Mustafa Ali inserting himself into the United States Championship picture. And also Seth having a match against Matt Riddle in the main event of Raw. Rollins obviously retained because he just won the belt. Um, but there's... Well, Riddle just got beat, but Ali's in the picture. And also, so is Elias. I kind of like where this is going. It, it could just turn into Seth Rollins having an awesome championship match every week. Like I wouldn't mind seeing the open challenge thing come back. I would not mind that one bit. Yeah. One thing uh, uh, I want to talk about before, I mean, I mean, we're about to start talking about Gallows and Anderson versus Alpha Academy. Did you know that 
Luke Gallows. Nope, sorry, Carl Anderson is going to be uh, defending his New Japan title on the same day as Crown Jewel. He's wrestling in Japan and Saudi Arabia on the same day. I did see that on Twitter. And I am curious as to how that is going to happen. Time zones? But it's not like... It's not like here versus Australia where Australia is already tomorrow. Yeah. You know? And it, Australia is already like tomorrow night and we're at tonight tonight. Or something like that. Like, those are close enough to where like... I don't know. Like, if he's competing in Japan, and then he like he would have to fly to Saudi. Yeah. Get off a plane and immediately compete. Yeah. I don't think the logistics work. I don't know. It depends on what time the the pay per views are too. Oh yeah, that's true. I don't know what time Battle Autumn twenty two is starting. Is that the New Japan thing? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess it has to be because Crown Jewel is the other thing. I really don't know. I did see that, and I was like, that's fucking weird. Like, I don't know. But, so what's the OC match? They're facing the Judgment Day in a six-man tag? Right? Um, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so there's that. The, they had a big promo on Monday. I don't really remember what the big, like, points of the promo were. <laughs> But I do remember the fact that it was good. That's my insight on that. Thank you, Joe. Any from you? I I don't remember what the promo was about, other than which, like which promo? Them, the OC and the Judgment Day promo. Oh no, I don't remember anything about that. Hmm. Hmm. Well, um. you can thank our drunk minds for that. We yep. don't have very good memories. We are on record as saying that, and we're on record right now saying that once again. Um, I think the only other thing to talk about... Oh, wait. On that same line, something that really upset me on Monday. Sub Mysterio beat AJ Styles in a singles match. Yeah, that happened. What the fuck? Yeah, um, I mean, it, it was with interference, so obviously this feud is going to continue. But well, sub... yeah, into the six-man tag. But Sub Mysterio should not be picking up any singles wins over anybody under the Triple H creative reign. Yeah, it's crazy. Sub Mysterio should be in NXT, just like Austin Theory. We'll get to that. Yeah, Sub, uh, sub spent his first day on, in NXT. This week, but we'll talk about that too. That is also true. I forgot about that. I forgot that he was also there. A lot of a uh, lot of old faces in old places. Yeah. On Tuesday, um, and then the only other thing I wanted to talk about on Raw was Baron Corbin and JBL, specifically Baron Corbin. Yeah, Baron Corbin is back. Um, backed by JBL. Yeah. As his hype man, uh, 
him claiming that Baron Corbin is going to be the next wrestling god, which was JBL's moniker back in 2004 when he was the WWE champ. Yeah. And um, I'm, I, 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 I don't believe that at all. I don't think that Baron Corbin is a wrestling god, but neither was JBL. So it was just a uh, self-proclaimed sort of thing. I could tell you if our if our old friend Chad was still alive, he'd be very excited about that. He would be. He'd be very excited. I don't know what Chad's feelings are about JBL, but I know he loves Baron Corbin or loved Baron Corbin. And God rest uh, Chad's soul. I think Chad would have said but, JBL is back and dogging on Oklahoma. I loved that. Is he Baron's manager and that Baron's manager? And then he would have said Baron Corbin is back. Love that he is no longer happy. But he wishes that the old Lone Wolf returned with the theme music. I think that's what Chad would have said. I do really wonder, though, if that's what Chad really would have said if he was alive. Yeah. Um, I think I think so. I think I know Chad pretty well. There's really no way of knowing, though. Yeah, there's absolutely no way of knowing. Zero percent chance. I really just wish he was still alive. Yeah. I can't wait until we get paid to be able to afford the uh, hologram technology. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, so that we can actually talk to him again. All right. um, Let's move on to NXT. NXT had a big show on Tuesday. Or should we talk about Dynamite? Which one happened first, Joe? I don't know. I I watched NXT live. I watched Dynamite live. Oh. Interesting. Let's go with NXT. It just it's normal. Yeah. Um a lot of big names on NXT as they are moving in towards Halloween Havoc on Saturday. And I would like to say, uh, having not watched NXT for the past couple weeks, I had no fucking clue that Halloween Havoc was on Saturday. Yeah. Did not know it was a premium live event. I thought it was just during NXT next week. I knew it was a PLE. I did not expect it to be this week. What? Yeah. Yeah. The other question, why is it on Saturday, the 22nd and not the 29th? It has to be because of some other big event that's happening on Saturday that maybe like a UFC pay-per-view would can be the only thing that I think of. Maybe. Cause I, I'm pretty sure that all of the wrestling pay-per-views like they don't revolve around a UFC pay-per-view. Like they almost never happen on the same night as a UFC pay-per-view. I'm fairly certain. So that could be why. However, I don't follow UFC, so I don't know the answer to that, and I'm not going to look it up. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So let's uh let's get into some of these main roster stars that were that were on the weekly episode of NXT. All right, you name one, I'll name one. All right, so starting off, Rhea Ripley with the Judgment Day. Okay. As um, I said before, this was Dominic Mysterio's first Okay, I'll time. take Dominic Mysterio. I said with the Judgment Day, so. Oh, so you're taking all of the Judgment Day? Yeah. I said name one at a time. All right, I'll take Shinsuke. Shinsuke making his return to the ring in like for the first time in like two months. I can't remember the last Shinsuke match, and this one was, I, I actually skipped through it. Like I, I had it on the slowest fast forward I could, so I could still kind of see what they were doing. But yeah, well, 
Shinsuke. I knew it wasn't going to be a good match because it was against uh, the Stacks. not Joe Burrow. It actually, uh, it, it actually wasn't bad. Uh, then we had Sonya Deville. Yep. I'll take uh, Kevin Owens. KO, yep. Um, the OC. Man, you're just taking all the teams. Okay. Um, Sorry, I'll take Carl Anderson if you want to take Gallows. I'll take Shotzi. <laughs> uh, and then I think, oh, Raquel Gonzalez. Damn it. I think that's it. Nope. Wait, hold on. But we'll save the last one for, for the end of this. For the KO show. The end of the KO show. You remember. Oh, oh yeah, we already mentioned it. I honestly I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, so um we had the pick your poison matches and uh so we'll we'll sprinkle in a little bit of possible prediction, like where we're leaning towards our certain Halloween Havoc predictions, but we're like we said, we're for the, the smaller shows, we're not doing prediction shows anymore. Uh just to get more retros out of the way. Um to be able to watch those excellent pay per views. Um but pick your poison, right? So Cora and Roxanne had to face two main roster stars. So Cora took on Raquel and Roxanne took on Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley pinned Roxanne clean. And yep. then Cora Jade uh won by disqualification when Raquel hit her with the I don't know, stick. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the fuck it was. So for my thought process, because of that, Roxanne's winning at Halloween Havoc. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it has to be, right? Yeah. I think the other easy one for Halloween Havoc is, um, shit, I wrote it down. Hold on. I wrote it down. Oh, Kaylee Ray held up the title. Oh, yeah. So she's losing to Mandy I, Rose. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um. I will say with that, um, they had the whole Sonya Deville thing the past two weeks. Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose obviously used to be in Fire and Desire together. And I think that the, the fact that Sonya is coming coming to NXT the past two weeks, it could be indicative that Mandy Rose is coming to the main roster, and I don't think she does that with the title. Mm. Not just Mandy, but also the rest of... Uh, I mean, Toxic Attraction Toxic. has had a couple main roster matches, I think, yeah. at this point. So, yeah, could be. We could be seeing a lot of uh, main roster call-ups here pretty soon. Yeah. I I, the other, my other, my counter to that is I don't think Alba fires that over. No, not at all. Actually, so. she's she's kind of on, um, she's on get off of my screen watch. Really? For me, yeah. Was Kaylee Ray care. that way? No, I think it's an Alba fire thing. Huh, okay. I think it's the name. I think it's just the dumb name. Huh. And uh yeah, she's on she's on she's it's on my watch list for get off my screen. It's also the whole face alba fire thing. Yeah, I don't know. She I feel like she's always been a face. No, she was a heel in in UK. Oh yeah, that's true. And then that's when true. she came over for war games last year, she was also on the heel team. Oh yeah, I forgot I think. about that. No, um, no, because Toxic Attraction was the heels, right? No, wasn't she? No, no, she was on Team Toxic. Okay, yeah, so the, right? the heel team, right? Am I right? Yeah, I'm, on I'm, that? Pre I'm pretty sure. Yes. 
man, my memory is so bad. That was about a year ago, though. So cut me some slack. Um, what else? Uh, oh, we have no. the Cora Jade, Io, Kaylee Ray, and Raquel defeated Dakota and Toxic. Dakota, that's who it was. Okay. See, I knew she was a face. I still, Told you. I still think that she was a heel in. Uh, yeah, there NXT. were there there were points where she was a heel. I think during her entire NXT run, though, like she's been a face. Maybe. Could be wrong. Probably wrong. I'm I'm very wrong most of the times. That's true. Um. Yeah. So yeah, Shinsuke. We already talked about that. Let's see. Um, we had uh the host the like co-host thing. So. Shotzi is hosting again. Um, but she's gonna have a co-host in Quincy Elliott, right? Yeah. So yeah, Super there, Divas. There was, there was a match for that to determine who was her who her co-host. I, I've never seen like a more obvious like this is who's gonna win. Like, why the fuck would I ever want Zion Quinn to? Dude, Zion Quinn co-host. for me, like they're trying to put him over, but he's very much just. Big man, no character. Very boring. Yeah. He's definitely also on get off my screen watch. Yeah. Just don't care. And that's like most, that's like a lot of NXT. And uh, I'll tell you who's definitely not on get off my screen watch because they're already on get off my screen, get out of my life. And that's the uh, schism. Yeah. The schism is very bad. The schism is like, I skip everything that that they're involved in, their promos, their their matches. I skip right over it. Yeah, I'm boy I'm boycotting the jism. Mm, right there, I said it. All right, so let's talk about the KO show. Um, it was pretty good. Kevin Owens was obviously not a big fan of JD McDonough at all. I'm he pretty said sure he talked weird. He said nobody else talked like that. Yeah. Um. I'm pretty sure he also said something about like J I think he said like JD Mick don't google me. I don't remember that. I was I was actually kind of like spacing out during the KO show which I I I, I regret a lot but but I'm pretty sure that that, yeah. that was like a that was like a ooh why did he just say that for me because JD McDonough was one of those me too guys. Oh, the the NXT UK guys that got accused of Sexual misconduct. I did so not he, know that. When he said I that, that's even the first that thing that popped thing. into me. Oh yeah, dude. That was like three or four NXT UK guys. Wow. And then obviously that. Matt Riddle. Huh. Interesting. Well, um, so I guess that means Braun Breaker's winning on Saturday. Because yeah, I, I mean he's JD McDonough's a me too guy and Elliot Dragonov held up the title. Yeah, but I also think Jada McDonough is, even though he's a Me Too guy, he that doesn't mean that he, uh, that doesn't mean that, uh, that he can't win. Yeah, I think he's. I don't think Ilya is gonna win, because he held up the title. Yeah. Sure. It's either gonna be Breaker or JD, and I would say at this point I'm leaning Breaker. Um, the one match I. I have no fucking clue about who I'm going to pick. I think I'm between two people, but it's the ladder match. And I think I'm between two faces. Okay. 
it would be Nathan Frazier and Wesley okay. in between winning the North American Championship. So, yeah. I I don't remember what other matches are on the card. I could, yeah, I was trying to figure out who was going to win that match, and I, I I thought Wesley has the best chance for me. I think that might be who I go with. Ooh. All right. We'll yeah. see. I mean, we got the prediction sheets coming out the the day of the pay-per-view. So we will anyway, see. Anyway, KO show ends with uh with Austin Theory showing up and holding up his money in the bank briefcase. Yeah. So are we thinking that I think I this mean, is the smartest way to not have to not have him fail his cash in and then also not have him have a main title. I think yes. that, that Triple H is not he, he not a fanboy of him like Vince was. So now Triple H is like, how do I get this off of off of theory without having him win a main title? I mean, is it also not the smartest move by theory? Like this is definitely the smartest move he could have made because there's no fucking way he's beating Roman Reigns. No, it doesn't not matter. It doesn't matter. Like Roman Reigns could be dead and he still couldn't pin Roman Reigns. Yeah, Roman would still kick out at 2.99 seconds. Exactly. <laughs> so, it doesn't really matter. I, I think this is perfect, actually, that he cashes in on NXT. Like, I would not be surprised if it happens on Saturday. Yeah, me neither. I would also wouldn't be surprised if he made it a fatal four-way match. Oh. And we were all wrong. And he pins... JD McDonough for all the bad things he's done, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Say that for legal purposes. You have to. Have to. And because if it was confirmed, then he wouldn't be wrestling with uh WWE anymore. Definitely not. Or anyone. But, yeah. We still have to say it. Yeah. Um I don't think I have anything else for NXT though. I don't either. Well then let's get into Dynamite and close out the show. Okay. I I I enjoyed Dynamite on Tuesday. Um the big thing that really like came out of Tuesday night was the ratings thing and how everyone everyone was like freaking out about how Dynamite only won by like a hundred thousand viewers or whatever. And we were talking about this before, like I think we're kind of in agreement that this is a big loss for AEW. Like, I think, I think they were expecting to win by more than a hundred thousand, yeah, viewers. Uh, because I mean they're averaging close to a million, like nine hundred to a million. Yeah. So, and they, like on Tuesday they got like seven, like mid mid to high sevens, yeah, seven hundred thousand viewers. I mean, it was NXT the one. Yeah, they're normal. It was the Maybe Wednesday a Night Wars all over again, you know? But on a Tuesday. Yeah, on a Tuesday. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, let's see. I, I think the biggest thing to come out of Wednesday is... One, it's the main event. Um, and then the MJF stuff with Regal. So... We can start wherever you want. But... I mean, I feel like we got to start with Hangman. Like, I don't really know what the fuck happened because I watched Dynamite Live, but I didn't finish it. 
I watched, I finished it the next day. Okay. So I saw on Twitter what happened. And it was like, I didn't really understand. Like I saw, I didn't see any videos when I saw on Twitter the next day, everyone being like, man, I hope hangman's okay. And then I saw Melter tweet that he was okay. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he, he took a, uh, he took a clothesline from Mox and just landed wrong. That's He just landed on his face. Like, yeah. And I don't really know what the issue is. I'm assuming like a really bad stinger, I would assume. Uh, it ended up being a concussion. Like, he came out after the fact and said that he had a concussion. He was on a concussion protocol. Okay. And it was, it was a, the worry was that he was going to have, have a neck injury. Hmm. Okay. See, I didn't read too much into it at all. Actually, like, and by, well, yeah, by too much, like, I didn't read into it at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Just seeing what happened. So, uh, it seems like Hangman's going to be okay. He should probably be back in a couple weeks, I would assume. Yeah. I uh, think so. And they're probably going to have that rematch for the world title. I would be under the assumption that they'll have full gear first before hangman challenges again. I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, but MJF came out at the end of the show and challenged Moxley said he's going to cash in his chip at full gear. So that is okay. official. Nice. Uh, other than that, a steel has officially been released. Yeah, good riddance. Yeah, no word on Punk yet, but I saw a rumor that Punk has some sort of backstage job or like front office job or something. Yeah, it wasn't a rumor. That's something that Tony said. Well, okay. Um, so I guess that's a thing. So I don't think he's going anywhere. I think they pay him too much money to just get rid of him. Yeah. I don't know. Um, other than that, like dynamite, it was good, but like, it wasn't great everywhere else. Like they had the, there was a trios title match again between best friends and, uh, uh death, death triangle. triangle. Yeah. I think they did um, that match like two weeks ago on rampage. Yeah. Jericho continues taking out former ring of honor champions as he beat Dalton castle. Yeah. Who Apparently had that was incredible like a really good match. He had an incredible entrance with the boys and the rest of his boys. <laughs> Just like the like the boys and all of the other people he entered with, like forming a staircase for him to walk into the ring was hilarious. Okay, was your okay? So yes, Jericho retained. Got nothing else to say about that. Was MJF versus William Re and William Regal's promo your, your favorite segment of the year? The gear? That's what people were saying on Twitter. Yeah, I saw people saying that. Um, I don't know about the year because it's like so hard to tell. Like, I just, I really don't know. I, it's, it's hard for me to say. It's up there for it, sure. It, it was good. But the year? I don't know. It was, it was really good. I'll say that. Um... But yeah, I really don't have anything else for Dynamite. It was a, it was a good show. It was a fun watch. There were some good matches. 
Like, yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, well, next week, we will have our beer ratings from Halloween Havoc, I guess. I was not expecting that. I had no idea that the show was this coming Saturday. So we're going to have beer ratings from that and the weekly recap, which includes the fallout from that. The continued build towards full, uh, not, not full gear, uh, Crown Jewel, and whatever AEW is doing in their lull period. Mm-hmm. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. We have been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe, and we'll catch you on down the road.